You are listening to Making It in the Toy Industry, episode number 173. Welcome to Making It in the Toy Industry, a podcast for inventors and entrepreneurs like you. And now your host, Ajel Wade. Hey there, toy people, Ajel Wade here, and welcome back to another episode of the Toy Coach Podcast, Making It in the Toy Industry. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by thetoycoach.com. We are back for part two of our episode on the AI bot that you should actually be afraid of. In our last episode, I introduced you to AutoGPT, and I talked about Agent GPT, which is the web browser that allows us to access AutoGPT. I don't want to waste any more time. I know you're eager to see how this doll line turned out. So let's dive right in. We've been talking about Agent GPT, a new AI that you need to know about and a new AI that can actually generate prompts for itself. And all you have to do is give it goals. As an experiment, I used Agent GPT to generate a million dollar edgy fashion doll line. So I took one of the prompts given by Agent GPT and plugged it into Midjourney. Now, Midjourney, if you don't know, listen to episode 158, go to thetoycoach.com slash 158. Midjourney generates images. So what I was able to do is use the prompt, a fashion doll line called Cyberpunk Princess with four dolls with neon colored hair, cybernetic enhancements, different emotional facial expressions and metallic clothing and got some really, really cool inspirational results. If you're interested in checking that out, head over to thetoycoach.com forward slash 173. They look really cool. I could definitely see these on shelves at a store. Honestly, I would love to have a doll like the ones that were generated with the help of Agent GPT and Midjourney. Now, at this point, you may be wondering, Agel, you've sold me on Agent GPT. I want to get online. I want to review, I want to get on that site and I want to test some things out. Well, head over to thetoycoach.com forward slash 173. And that is where you will get the link to get access to Agent GPT. All right. The last thing I want to dive into today is a mind map. I've created an AI mind map, which you will find at thetoycoach.com forward slash 173. So now, now that we've really explored the latest development in AI, I want to get into a mind map. So if you have listened to my previous episodes, I've done a mind map for the COVID crisis. I also did it for the shipping container crisis we were dealing with. And the purpose of the mind map is to predict what could be coming next so that we can react and prepare in advance. So for my mind maps, I like to look at four areas. We are going to, in the center of this mind map, I like to look at four areas. I like to look at what will increase in value, what will decrease in value, and who will be the heroes of this societal change. So I have a mind map that is going to be available on the toycoach.com slash 173 that you can download. But if you want to do this exercise with me, and I encourage you to do that, get out a piece of paper and in the center of that piece of paper, write the words AI mind map, circle it, make four arrows coming out of it. And from those four arrows, you're going to have one area that says immediate effect, 
Another arrow will lead to a title called what will increase in value. Another arrow will lead to what will decrease in value. And another arrow will lead to a section called heroes. So let me tell you what I've found. So the immediate effects of AI, there is clearly going to be a surplus of generic content. Now, at first, that is just going to be content, but it could even be products. There's already reports of AI launching entire businesses that have gained visibility on social media platforms and support on social media platforms. So generic content, but also products could be developed by the use of AI. These are likely starting as forms of jest, but when they get a serious following on social media, people will spend money on that. The next immediate effect I found is that there will be more SEO competition because it's so much easier to use AI to generate copy for social media posts, for blog posts, for articles. There are going to be a lot more articles coming out faster on many different sites, and there will be an increase in SEO competition. SEO, if you don't know, is search engine optimization. The third effect reduction of jobs. I hate to say this, but we saw with Agent GPT that maybe the assistant that a solopreneur wanted to hire, they don't need anymore because now they have somebody that can do that social media research for them and find influencers to pitch to, even find hashtags to target and things to write about when targeting those hashtags. There's also an area where maybe somebody who might need a lot of data gathered and information gathered by an intern or an entry level position now can start replacing those positions with AI. Scary, but true. Our other immediate effects would be increased productivity. But along with increased productivity, we can also expect to have increased expectations, right? I feel we just kind of got out of this hamster wheel mentality post-pandemic. People are spending more time with their loved ones. Work-life home balance is better. But here in the U.S., we're currently dealing with the loom of a recession. So in a recession, people are looking at opportunities to make more money. So that in itself is going to push people to look for more jobs and be more productive with this AI kind of coming at the same time. This will also allow for increased productivity, but that will lead to increased expectations in the jobs that you already might have. And I see that leading us back to this hamster wheel lifestyle because we will be able to execute so much more, so much faster. Immediate effects are also overwhelm, not necessarily with the extra work we might take on because the AI will give us so much research so quickly we can just take action, but also because there is an overwhelm in getting to understand AI in knowing which AI tools to use in our everyday life and which are actually just creating more work and process for us. So there is an overwhelm there. There is a need for training in AI. And the other immediate effects we're already seeing are deep fakes. There are, there have been deep fakes of celebrities using some AI tech. And there have been reports of audio scams of people using the voice of family members to scam other people into giving them ransom money, claiming that they have their family members there. So those are some of the immediate effects of this rapid AI development. 
So next I'd like to look at what will decrease in value due to AI. First up, jobs that are based in gathering existing data and research. Those jobs where you're gathering data, you're analyzing that data, and you're putting together bullet points so that it's broken down for somebody else to take action on, we can assume those jobs are going to become fewer and farther in between. And instead, the person who would be the action taker on those points will just be using AI to generate that summary of the data. Also, what might decrease in value is Google search results. What? Is that even possible? Now, Google is doing work to combat AI. They have their own plans. But just right now, as AI is and as Google is, people may start turning to AI to answer questions that it feels AI can answer faster and easier than Google. When you go to Google, you still have to pick the right website. You still have to filter through the best results. But with AI, it kind of filters and pairs things down for you. Now, what else will decrease in value? Free information available online. Interesting. Why? Because that free information available online is going to be so readily available and so unmonitored and unfact-checked, people won't be able to trust it as much. The next thing that might decrease in value could be blogs. When the internet starts getting overwhelmed with even more articles coming out time and time again, people may lose trust that they've had in blogs as resources. Another thing that might decrease in value is captions on posts. I could very well see people who are posting on social media regularly for their brands, just not feeling the need to focus on captions because people are going to be so inundated with text generated captions and blog posts and articles generated by AI that for them, it's not going to be worth it to write out so many captions because most people are going to be tired of reading. Now, this last one I have has a bit of a question mark on it, and that is traditional SEO. Will traditional SEO decrease in value? There is a big chance because of the influx of competition that we'll get because of AI, there is definitely a chance that SEO will decrease in value. But let's talk about what will increase in value because that kind of will offset some of these things. So with AI in the center of our mind map and looking at what will increase in value, we can say that unique and personal voices will increase in value. I do think that ironically, even though the entire AI debate started around artists and creators because there was AI mimicking their work, I do feel like the unique brands and personal voices and styles of artists are actually going to end up being the most protected as this AI evolves and develops. Because while an AI can mimic their work, there are ways for artists to verify work that was truly created for them. And all they have to do is figure out the best way to do that. And I could foresee a future in which artists paint live and maybe it is streamed online and pieces are sold directly to consumers right after or during that stream to assure that you're getting a true high value piece from that artist and not some AI knockoff. So I think the way that artists will approach selling and sharing their artwork will change to accommodate for AI coming in with all of this free AI art, but with AI data and, and how AI attacks people 
copywriters and people that are analyzing data, that's going to be a little bit more challenging to compete with when all you really need is that simplified data. And if AI can do that faster than a person you could hire, you're likely to go with the AI, right? What will also increase in value, I would say organized mess. So there's a graphic trend going on where messy is kind of the new thing, curated Instagram pages and brand styles are no longer cool. It's all about the loud mess, right? AI is right now focused on creating very picture perfect images and for copy, creating very pared down information that's bullet pointed and simplified. So to offset that, I think what will increase in value is this need for chaos and mess and a lot of information as more and more people start to see the pared down, watered down information coming from AI. Next, increasing in value, definitely community. Community is going to be more and more important because AI strips all of that away. AI strips away the human element. So us adding the human element into our brands is how we're going to stand out and survive through all of this. Privacy is something that I'm sure will increase in value, personal and business privacy. As we could see with Agent GPT, it was literally searching social media for influencers that talk on a certain topic by a certain hashtag. Now, we all know that you can search hashtags online to find posts related to that hashtag, but it's not until now that a powerful AI, a computer program, can pull and sort through all of that data in seconds and identify the people you might want to work with and you might not want to work with. So there is likely to be more of a focus on privacy of data, follower information, engagement rates on the business side, and then personal for people that just don't want to be wrapped up in all of this AI pulling information off the web I could see AI growing to the point where you're able to use it to perform market research on your ideal target market by saying, what percentage of my ideal target market, who is kids ages 12 to 14, like to watch this show based on the geographical location of the Western hemisphere of the US. And I could see in the future, the AI being able to give you that data. So privacy, personal privacy is become is going to become even more important. Again, further to that data protection and, and security will also increase in value with AI just constantly pulling information off of the web. I think also as far as writing and copywriters, creative writing is likely to increase in value. I don't know it yet, and I haven't experimented with this with AI, and I know that AI can write poems and all those things, but creative writing that includes vast world building, think of the worlds of like Harry Potter, I believe that will become more valuable as AI will focus more on factual data as it continues to grow. I do feel there will have to be kind of a two sides of AI, one AI that you use for factual data and another that kind of is more creative. That seems to be the only way that they would be able to assure that if you're asking one AI for information and you want factual information, that it doesn't go to the creative side of its quote unquote brain and give you creative information. Further, what will increase in value, obviously AI tools. 
and any tools that we use in our business that adds AI to it, expect at least temporarily that they will try to charge more for those services. What will increase in data? I believe research and data companies. Research and data companies might even start to partner with some of these AI platforms so that they can have more up-to-date information to output. And these research and data companies, they have the power where the AI is spitting out the information, but the research and data companies are the one that's providing what is valuable. And further to that, I would say the content creators. I could even see AI working with content creators to make sure that they're information is up to date. There might even be branding within AI in which when you pull information and you say, you know, how do I do market research for my target market of kids seven to 10, that AI will not only give you information, but cite that it was from NPD data or NPD.com because they have a partnership or some agreement with NPD. I could definitely see that happening happening in the future. What also will increase in value, fact-checking sites. People are going to need a way to fact-check the information they get from AI. Additionally, trustworthy media sources are going to increase in value. The media sources that you know do their research before they put out an episode or a podcast or a blog article and that they are not using AI, those will increase in value to consumers and curated information is definitely going to increase in value. The one angle I could see us individuals having over AI is let's say you can go to AI and you can get a list of things you should do to test your toy idea. You can't get a list of things that you should do to test your toy idea based on your financial situation and based on your specific location. So curated information is going to increase in value for people that want to compete with AI, but I can also see AI working to fill that gap as well. Now, additionally, what will increase in value is real video content. There is AI out there that can create video content with you just typing in text. It can create a person who says the words that you type and creates a whole presentation. It looks weird and a little robotic, but it does work. It's kind of cool. But real video content will become more and more important as AI takes over, as we get more copy-based because of AI, and even as you see more and more AI characters on video. I recently saw a TikTok where someone actually paused a frame of a Disney TV show and circled that they looked like they had AI characters in the background. So you might be seeing more of that as well. Wild. Now, finally, in our mind map, we're going to look at heroes. I love to look at who the heroes will be of this movement. That gives you ideas on areas of business to focus on. If we remember back when I did the COVID-19 mind map, the heroes were nurses and doctors, and we did see a few months into it that Fisher Price had unveiled a special edition of Thank You Heroes. It was a Thank You Heroes collection to honor the nurses and first responders and delivery drivers of that COVID pandemic time. So this hero section is important. Now, 
what I think the heroes will be one teachers of AI technology. These will be the people that allow everybody else to not get left behind. Very important to this entire social change Two, the lawmakers to control AI use. They're definitely going to have to be laws put into place to control the use of AI. Big brands are probably going to lead that once they're brand work starts to get ripped off or copied by AI. So lawmakers to control the AI use, definitely going to be the heroes in this movement. Existing brands and companies that integrate AI tech to simplify the use of their digital products are also going to be the heroes. So for all my solopreneurs out there that use various tools to run their businesses, open up some of the tools that you normally use and see if they have an AI addition. They might. You might notice like a little wand with like some graphic sparkles coming out of it. That might be an AI caption generator, as I discovered in one of my own programs. The brands and companies that figure out how to integrate AI tech inside of their existing products and programs to simplify the use of their products are going to be the major standout heroes. It's really hard for people to figure out where to put AI into their workflow right now. So building it into products that we already use is the most helpful. I also believe the heroes of this will be Gen Z. Gen Z and any other early adapters to AI. Gen Z is going to grow up with this they're going to be the most comfortable with it. They're going to understand it the most. Gen Z is hitting the workforce right now. And in my experience, they are super comfortable with this AI. They're ready to play with it and ready to learn. So as they get further and further up the ladder in their respective careers, they are going to set the rules for how much AI is used in our day-to-day work. I do see a future where you're sitting in a boardroom and somebody says, we need to come up with a plan to increase our profits, you know, 10X by Q3. And while the older generation might start to say, okay, let's brainstorm some ideas, that Gen Z generation at that time will say, well, hold on, before we brainstorm, let's pop it into the AI, see what it comes out with, and we'll start our brainstorm from there. It's going to save time. It's going to be a crazy big change, but I do see that coming. Now, if you'd love to get your copy of this mind map that lists everything I mentioned just now in this episode, head over to the toycoach.com forward slash 173. So let's get into a recap of these past two episodes. I know it was, it was a lot. Like we went through a lot together. We learned a lot. We maybe were scared a little bit but we we did it. We made it. We're here. So the major takeaway from these episodes is the new AI called AutoGPT. You can access it through a web-based browser called Agent GPT. To get the details, head over to thetoycoach.com forward slash 173. You will just have so much fun asking this AI to generate business plans, toy ideas. I haven't even experimented yet with game ideas. I can only imagine what it will do. And the prompts that this AI gives itself are inspiration for not only what to say to this AI, but what to say to any other AI you might put these prompts into. Over these two episodes, you explored what it's like to build a toy line with the help of 
AI, with AI not only leading the brainstorming, but also the research and also the business planning. All I told it was, I need you to generate a 100 million edgy fashion doll line. And it not only generated ideas for that $100 million edgy fashion doll line, but it also generated tasks to help me get to the next step Mm -hmm. of developing that fashion doll line. And we learned through these episodes that the Agent GPT platform is currently in beta, but they are looking to add long-term memory, web browsing, interacting with websites, and people. Now, if you love this podcast and you haven't already left a review, what are you waiting for? My phone lights up My phone lights up every time a new review comes in, and I'm telling you, it keeps me motivated to keep on coming back week after week with these powerful podcast episodes. So if you haven't already done so, take a moment. Wherever you're listening, please leave a five-star review for this podcast, much like this one by Q. Wine. Q. Wine said, goldmine contents to get into the toy industry. This listener says, I absolutely... I absolutely recommend this podcast for anyone looking to license or bring to market a toy or game. Jelle covers all of the parts of the process in an entertaining way. She's a wealth of experience and is the most generous sharing her knowledge and important lessons to listeners. She also brings in the best experts to round out her experience and offer all perspectives to her audience. Jelle has a great mentor vibe and makes listeners feel like she truly cares about their success. The podcast is a goldmine and Jelle is a treasure recognized by the best in the industry. Thank you so much. I wish I knew who you were. I'm not sure I know who you are, but I really thank you for that review. If you equally love this podcast, please leave me a great review and high ratings. It keeps me motivated to keep delivering powerful, impactful podcast episodes. Now, if you want to follow along with how I generated this $100 million edgy doll line using AI, I want to invite you to follow me on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com slash the toy coach, follow me on YouTube because I will be sharing this entire process on that channel. So you don't want to miss that. Just follow, subscribe, hit the bell, all the things you got to do to get notified. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me today. I know your time is super valuable, so it means the world to me that you tune into this podcast. Until next week, I'll see you later, toy people. Thanks for listening to Making It in the Toy Industry podcast with Agile Wade. Head over to thetoycoach.com for more information, tips, and advice. Hey, are you an aspiring toy inventor or toy entrepreneur? Then you should check out Toy Creators Academy, the first of its kind online program designed to help you develop and pitch your toy ideas. Head over to toycreatorsacademy.com to learn more.